0: I'm spazzing, rubbing the lantern like Aladdin. We did Canadian movies last week. I'm Guy Madden. I'm spazzing. Oh,
1: shit. I...
0: Nice. Yeah. Hi, Doug. Um, Marcus. Yo. Do you like movies? Yes, I do. What is your perver- preferred type of divination? Tarot cards? Um, shells, coffee leaves,
1: coffee leaves. You don't even have to keep going.
0: Okay, I'm on I already got a right new now. espresso machine, and you're just like, I'm flying right now. You're flying right now.
1: Literally, I, I don't feel like my feet are on the ground, and it's like, whoa, like that's how I feel right now. Like, oh shit, I was at the Nothing. gym, I was at the elliptical. I felt like I had to get off of the elliptical for a second because something just didn't feel right. I've had three Damn. espressos today. Yeah.
0: Nothing yeah. can stop me now. That's awesome. I yeah. I really uh. I you know when we were talking with uh, Dan Salit about coffee, mm-hmm. it was nice. That was a yeah, nice it was very guy. nice. What you know um, what pissed
1: me off that that in a good way. Oh, Dan Dan's the best. You guys were talking about coffee after that episode, which ended at like ten o'clock. You guys made me. I wasn't really in the conversation at that point, but you guys made me want a cup of coffee, and it was like ten p.m. and I was like. I had to fight their edge. I told my wife, damn, I want coffee. And she's like, don't drink coffee now. And I was like, yeah, no, you're right. Because I, I don't have a good taste for I, I don't like most decafs.
0: Well, so, so here's here's the thing. Like, I, I strongly believe that coffee gatekeeping is stupid. And people will be like, death b- before decaf or whatever. But there are some good decafs in the world. And also, you can make your own decaf by soaking beans in water. Um, you can look it up on the internet. It's not that, it's not that difficult to do. And, uh, Cafe Bustelo makes decaf that's really good. And I always keep, I always keep some in the freezer, which you, they say you're not supposed to do, but I don't care. I break Mm -hmm. rules and I I keep that in the freezer if my mom comes to visit or if I want coffee at 10 o'clock at night. Because if I have coffee after five o'clock and because I'm old, my life is over and I will just be jittery all day. I'll just be like at the Peloton, you know, eating Fig Newtons, being like, hi, Collide. You know what I mean? All uh, right. right.
1: The thing... <laughs> so, the thing for me is WrestleMania is in less than a month now and... Actually, it is in in exactly a month. So this whole past few weeks, I've been revisiting the last twenty years of WrestleMania. So I, I stay up late and and just watch WrestleMania. So tonight, because I am flying right now, I'll probably I'm probably not gonna go sleep till like three or four a.m. But I, I'll burn through a bunch of stuff that I'm watching. So I guess there's an upside. So,
0: and also when you're flying, it all it almost feels like you're in space. And True. speaking of space, I had you watch bootleg ass fifth element, Cosmic Sin with Frank Grillo and and Bruce Willis this week.
1: Yes. And uh oh and Dead Man on Campus. Yeah. Isn't it? what you say anytime he shows up in anything, it just like brightens my day. No, I'm I'm not gonna do this man like that. Hold hold on. But what? keep talking. No, I I want to I want to get his actual name. It's not fair to just like oh, dead man on campus, even though that is who he is. Yo,
0: we have... co- yo, co- coffeeed out. Marcus is like extra, extra. <laughs> I need all the facts about this fact. No, we need to get this fact right. Scott. No, no, no.
1: Because listen he's, here, uh...
0: listen here, Scott. There's there's no small actors. I know, bro. But yeah, cosmic sin is just like. I, I've been in a Frank Grillo kick the other the, recently 'cause he's like to me he's like Scott Atkins but guns. He's like I feel like he's he's filling in the gap of Sylvester Stallone, even though Sylvester Stallone is still making movies yeah. that are like I tried to watch the uh Last Blood and I didn't even pretty, attempt. It was violent dude. Oh yeah. Because I thought Rambo 4 was violent, and Rambo 5 made Rambo 4 look like, you know, Teletubbies.
1: Rambo 4 is is almost like jokey, like like you just have to laugh at a certain point, which I don't think that was the point. And I'm not saying I dislike Rambo 4, but it's just like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's my response to quite a few scenes in that movie.
0: First Blood is a top 10 movie for me. Rambo... Rambo, uh, First Blood Two is like, uh, okay. Rambo Three is ridiculous, and the other two, it's like, okay. You know, I'd yeah. rather I'd rather watch like Bullet to the Head, Walter Hill, if I'm gonna watch like new Sylvester Stallone. Sure. I don't even like, or I guess like the Creed movies. He's like, do you want to come to my Italian restaurant? I have no family, Creed. <laughs> Don't punch yourself in the face. Are you going to tell me the name of this actor, or am I going to? Oh, you started to
1: talking. I thought we just moved. Like there was, uh, there wasn't much. <laughs> oh, yeah, lot. La- oh, Lachlan Monroe. Sorry,
0: Lot Lizard Monroe. Yes. Have you ever Lizard. heard of Lot Lizards? No. They're um people who have sex with truck drivers at truck stops
1: oh that makes sense that sounds like um it's like ring rats which is like a term for like women who or men let, let's let, let's be clear who like essentially follow wrestlers like on the road and just like will hang out in hotel lobbies and it doesn't happen anymore but like throughout the 70s 80s and 90s the whole idea of like a ring rat was yeah like, i don't i don't like the, the
0: these names are derogatory and i, I don't want to I I celebrate people that are open and wanna have sex with people that they admire. Sure. I am I am There is lot. a
1: leech quality to it. Though. I'm just saying there is to so some Hold degree. on a second.
0: Hold okay. on a second. Okay. I just want to say that I'm lot lizard positive, that I'm that I'm ring rat positive and I would like better names for these people and That's I cool. actually learned the term ring rat because some uh, I was listening to History Hyenas, which is, uh, sometimes a very funny podcast, and they were interviewing a wrestler, and they were talking about it, and how the concept, because of the way times are these days, doesn't really happen anymore. Yeah. Can you believe that, um, and we will talk about the movies that we're talking about this week, but, can you believe that, uh, there's this new documentary that's bringing to light that that Woody Allen might be gross. Yes, uh, I had no uh, idea. I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea that that Woody Allen might have been gross this entire time. All of his movies about wooing underage people or manipulating women or like killing lovers. I never. And yeah, obviously, just because someone's a director of things doesn't mean that they're who they are. You know. David but I seems to... to be a pretty chill dude in real life. He like meditates and makes mm-hmm. weird music and seems to use movies as a way to not d- to help with the darkness. But can you believe it? I had no idea. So
1: I get. I, ho- I what hope you're... Rob
0: Cotto's okay.
1: I get what you're saying, but at the same time, judging from what I see when I read articles when i scroll twitter when i scroll facebook to this day in 2021 there's still a lot of like misinformation about it and i don't mean that in a good way because you know you already know these days people when people use the they don't know all the information for woody allen it is in defense of woody allen when people say that that's not what i'm saying right now But there's just a lot of info that folks don't know. And even this documentary that Scott is speaking of that I've been watching with my wife, even this documentary, which is designed to take Woody Allen down, they still do the shit where like, but he made Manhattan, but he made Annie Hall. Like, they still do that. And that's what kind of annoys me too. It's just like, yeah, but he made this piece of art. So, like, I really hate that, like, way of thinking. And and this documentary does that. And the whole point of this documentary is to kind of like, Take him down. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, HBO has been making these hit pieces. You know, they made this piece about Michael Jackson that, that you know, I, am, I have every belief that Michael Jackson was inappropriate with young people. Yes, he was. I'm, I also believe that he's a musical genius. I also yes. believe that he is one of the greatest dancers since the ballet greats. Mm. I also... His command of his body is to me akin to Borishnikov. I'm just, right. th- I'm just that when I see him in his peak uh, movements, I am just, I'm inspired. I also think that he did some of the things that he was accused of. A I, I lot didn't... of that movie has been discredited. I, I have, I'm, I'm dubious of hit pieces. However, you know, if you've listened to me before, I do think Woody Allen is gross. I actually think a lot of his movies are overrated. That's I, what I was
1: going to get into. I was just about to I do. jump in I, and say that too. Not
0: to say that I don't think some of his movies are brilliant. I think that the pendulum right now of, of where art is and of problematic people is the pendulum has swung a little far and I totally believe that if Woody Allen did what he was accused of to his daughter, he deserves to rot in hell and he deserves everything that he's getting. I agree. I absolutely agree. And I don't think that we should all of a sudden stop watching every single movie made by a disgusting person because we're going to end up with so much other stuff. You, like, uh, it, it since, I don't know. What do we do? We just, we just stop watching everything done by a shitty person.
1: Bingo. And you know, <clears throat> it's, th- this argument has also been made too, where it's like, other, other. so many people are also involved in the make, especially if we're talking like whether it be an album, especially movies, that the actions of one person now destroy the work of so many other people. Like, you know, I, I'm not trying to sound like an apologist because, you know, we're not we about Woody Allen, but it's like a cinematographer, a goddamn producer, the co-stars, the other stars, right. the writers, the, like Everything like so much goes into like creating art, and now it's just like oh, forget this because this one person did. You know, I understand where that way of thinking is coming from, but still, like, come on.
0: No, I get it. What I think we could do is put an asterisk in front of movies, saying, "By the way, this person's a shithead," but this movie's. I don't even. I. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm. I'm just saying. I'm willing to talk about it. I. I don't. Sure, willing to talk about it. That's fair. I don't like. Like, something that's been really difficult for me is one of the movies we're going to eventually talk about today, Boss Level. Yeah. Sure. Stars Mel Gibson, who yep. I think is probably a bad person. And it's been I, proven at this point. It's proven. Too, too and, many things. Too many things and, have happened. And I really struggle, and I've said this many times. Like, I struggle with, with the fact that Dragged Across Concrete is one of the best crime movies I've seen in the past five years. And I can also come to the agreement that the director is uh, has politics that suck. The movie's politics suck. There's a lot of things about it that suck. I also really like it. Yeah. It's just simple as that. Also coming from a social justice, social work background, I have to believe in the redemption of the human soul. I have to believe that there is a way that we can work with people and not just erase things from, from the record. And I remember, you know, but also like a human being, I'm willing to change throughout time. When we, when this podcast is a living document, we've been doing the podcast three, four years. I remember when Me Too was really, was really starting and we were talking about the day the danish director and i was like do we stop watching danish director movies right and then leanne wrote to us and was like no we don't we can yeah. acknowledge that someone's a piece of shit, but there's all these other people that put work into this stuff and we still hold people accountable like there's a difference between cancel culture and accountability culture there's a difference between calling out and calling in and what I believe in is accountability, what I believe in is, is having conversations and what I believe in is figuring out how to access this work and still have a conversation about work. I don't think erasing stuff from the canon is good for art is good for society, is good for justice, is good for liberation.
1: Completely agree.
0: And I don't like to talk about current stuff too much because I like for the idea for these shows to be timeless. But I did want to... I'm not making light of the Woody Allen situation. I was making light of Woody Woody Allen, which I feel comfortable with. And also, you know, this week it was... Reported that the new Space Jam movie will not have Pepe Le Pew because Pepe Le Pew is gross Right, and I really thought that was a missed opportunity because What if what if they in the movie? Talked about hey, man, you've been kind of gross Maybe you shouldn't be gross the way you talk to women is not is not all right, right? The way that you treat people is not okay That you know i think there's opportunity there especially because he's a cartoon skunk sure like we're not talking about a person who's done something really terrible sure but That's it's a like, different story little
1: kids it, this is a whole other conversation and i get what you're saying but little <laughs> kids you do if it's like you can't i feel like you can't really pick and choose it's like Ooh, we learn important stuff from Schoolhouse Rock, and those are cartoon, not real things. But then it's like, bad stuff can be taught to us, too. I don't care either. I'm not going to get invested about, like, on either side. But but there are some valid things. The only problem is a lot of people who are for the whole, I'm using air quotes, cancellation canceling Pepe Le Pew. It's just kind of like, I don't know. You're not wrong, but also relax.
0: You're telling me to relax or
1: no? I'm talking about people. No, what I just said, the most people who are on the side of canceling Pepe Le Pew are kind of like, you're not wrong,
0: but it's like, relax. Well, what I would like to see is recycling. I want to recycle Pepe Le Pew. I want to, I want to, I want to teach lessons. I don't, that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in. I'm interested in redemption, I'm interested in teachable moments, I'm interested in nuanced narratives, I'm interested in, you know, again, I'm sorry, but you read how, like, they're, they decided to not publish six Dr. Seuss books moving forward, and people yeah. are crying of censorship and crying of cancel culture? Yeah. No. One... A publisher decided to 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 not publish books that weren't selling well, yeah. and flip the narrative to make it sound like it's some sort of accountability thing. When when corporations do woke things, you should be skeptical. Yeah. Trust me, these corporations are not doing this stuff in the name of social justice. They do. They're often doing optical things to make you think that they give a shit while at the same time, perpetuating and being part of cultures that exploit and take advantage of people. Yeah. And Dr. Seuss has a lot of books. No one's canceling Dr. Seuss.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Yeah, it's on me.
0: They're just like, oh, these books don't make sense to exist anymore. And maybe we don't need <clears throat> to sell them anymore. That's not censorship. That's not PC culture. It's, it's going with the times. There, there are things that are way more disgusting, like uh, a company deciding, you know, Aunt Jemima getting rid of Aunt Jemima as the, as the mascot of, of a syrup bottle, but not talking about the fact that what's in that syrup is really bad and is makes a lot of people sick and adds to, you know what I mean? It adds to a culture. Of unhealthy eating choices yep so that's that's you got me mad now you know what I mean like (laughs) and I also often talk to you I wrestle with should I talk about these things on the podcast is this too charged is this gonna make people think that we're you know not for the cause because as you know I am a virulently left-leaning person but I truly believe from my values and standpoints of where I come from that a lot of these, the, where the pendulum is right now, actually it does a disservice to liberation culture.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But boss level, dude. A movie about this dude who keeps on reliving a day what did you think
1: about it? Uh, I thought this uh, film. Yeah, I mean, also, yeah, the the premise that Scott gave is pretty on point because it's like you don't want to give too much away because uh, there is you know there's a whole reveal there's all this stuff but that's basically what it's about. I enjoyed this movie very much. Um, I said this to Scott in text before we started recording this episode, and it's like. Yes, after a while, uh this would get a little like overdone, but I feel like this movie, which wasn't even that long,
0: could have so, been could have yeah, been I uh, like I'm a, an hour 37, I think.
1: Yeah, like this movie could have been stretched to at least two awesome seasons of television and maybe like a third one where it's like okay, we're we're done after this cuz it's like in this movie, outside of what Scott just said this movie was about, you have a whole section of just like oh I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Then you have another section where it's like him and uh, I'm not good him and this kid and the, and their relationship. And then you have the the this whole section of the film where it's like he's training. The whole section of the film where it's like the relationship between him and the Mel Gibson character. But none of it feels like overpacked. It doesn't no. feel like ten pounds of stuff in a five pound bag. It's just like the movie breezes by, but so much happens. And it doesn't feel rushed. It doesn't feel like oh, there's no. too much going on. Like it's it. No, for real.
0: Yeah. No. It's, it's I, just, I like this
1: movie very much. Basically, is what I, is what yeah, I'm getting it's,
0: at. It's 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 on Hulu, I think, and it's sort of like you know if Groundhog's Day happened inside Rambo or Re- or the Matrix plus, plus Wreck It Ralph plus the Matrix
1: and Wreck It Ralph, yeah.
0: And I've I've actually been looking forward to this movie for a while. Because I've been I've been told by a few people that it's good. I really think that Frank Grillo is awesome. I I don't think he was in Jiu-Jitsu enough. Also, the movie Jiu-Jitsu did not have a lot of jujitsu. As right. I think Vern said, it really should have just been called Space Karate, which would have been a much better name. Huh. Yeah. Because like Space Karate, like who hears the who hears the couplet Space Karate, right. and doesn't go I, I'm in. Yeah, But yeah, the logline of Boss Level is a retired special forces officer is trapped in a never-ending time loop on the day of his death. And at this point, the recurring day thing has happened in movies a lot. You know, Groundhog's Day, yeah. which at least is starting to be considered a Buddhist masterpiece, which I appreciate because I've been arguing that it's a Buddhist film for years. Right. Uh, Happy Death Day, Palm Springs, Edge of Tomorrow. This movie, somehow this movie and Edge of Tomorrow are able to exist and be totally different vibes. Yeah. Even though they're both Groundhog's Day but action.
1: Yeah, I, but I, I had a... It, it's, oh, go ahead, sorry.
0: I had a feeling you were going to like Boss Level. I I played it down when we were talking last week. Cause yeah um what what boss level has even though it's an action movie and has you know has a bunch of action stars is that the secret ingredient is the fifth element which is love lilu which is love true yeah there is a lot of love in this movie there's so take, much yeah. love and that's the difference that's what makes that's the difference between a movie like jaws or the rock and and movies that i don't remember the name of is yeah. emotion, is love. Straight up. Yeah. I'm sorry, I've been talking a lot. Tell tell me what you liked about Boss Level.
1: Well, real quick, I, you mentioned Edge of Tomorrow. I was going to say, sure, it's action, but there's also different types of action. That's more like... Sci-fi action. Sci-fi and action. And this is more action. like... And, and don't get me wrong. I mean, Boss Level is literally science fiction, but it's more like... Handheld fighting, guns, car chases, and and stuff like that. Uh, so, but no, I mean what 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 I said earlier. I like this. I I thought when I first saw Naomi Watts, and then I didn't see her again for a while. It was like, please don't tell me she just showed up for this like one you know scene or whatever. But then like she's she's used sparingly Spider- in a real cl- does clever way. In a lot of movies. Yeah, true, very much so. We'll 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 get to that also um but i thought the way they used her was really cool uh it took me for a loop cuz like i said i thought they were going to do it in the wrong way um i i it's weird you know frank grillo you know a- after watching this i just you know was looking up his filmography his recent filmography and yeah he's definitely making a name for himself in this like Not exactly direct to video, but like direct to Netflix. Some direct to video, but just like action films. And there was a period where I thought he was going to be this like big time Hollywood star. Because for those of you who you know, for a while I just associated him with his his roles in the Marvel universe Mm -hmm. and the Purge and like and the Purge and also uh, you know. I don't like this movie. I've, I've I've made fun of it before, but he's also the the main villain in this film called Donnie Brook, and I don't even want to get into that. But his fight, he, there there is like some realistic like brutal fighting in the movie that did stand out to me. That's just like, "Oh, I wish Frank Gerla wasn't in this, but I'd like to see him in other stuff." And then here we are a few years later and and he's and more you know more films are utilizing him a little better.
0: I mean, Point Blank was, was a lot of fun.
1: Mm.
0: With Anthony Mackie.
1: Oh, yeah. That's one of the things I, I was reminded of. I never watched that. I, I, I never saw it. But now I think
0: I'm going to have to... It's actually... It's fun. It's yeah. fun. It's what I it believe is. it. I believe it. The thing is... The world has been in such a serious vibe. Sure. And it's been a difficult time. And yeah. right now... I'm needing a little more action. I'm needing a little more comedy. I'm, I'm, I mean, Sasuke and I have been slowly watching every single Agnes Varda movie. I haven't nice. stopped watching uh, quote unquote cinema. But the reason we started this podcast anyway is because we like to evaluate movies, no matter what the movie is. Sure, absolutely. And. And I really, and I really just need this sort of stuff right now. Yeah. And though, uh, maybe not next week, because it, cause it's a few, it, it would take a little bit, but I think we do need, I really want to talk about Can't Get You Out of My Head. Okay. Um, have you watched that yet?
1: No, 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 I, I, I haven't.
0: Okay, I think we should, I think we should dedicate an episode to it because I think it's, I think it's... Um brilliant and you know adam curtis could could create his you know that could be a whole other thing okay but i i don't know if you like adam curtis that much yeah it's fine i don't have a you don't have a long you don't have a a strong feeling about it
1: no why did you say long
0: i don't know dude oh that was
1: weird oh
0: just just you know
1: I thought you were getting at something, and I missed it.
0: No, no. Um, but also, Anthony Mackie was in the newest movie by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. And, like, I can never find... I I can't find it, but, you know, they did The Endless, which was a movie I really liked. Oh, right, sure, yeah. People keep on telling me I need to check it out, but I don't know where to check it out. So, But... You know what? What makes a good action movie? What? What makes it memorable? What is or horror or whatever is the emotions? Is the people like? Like the raid is good, but yeah. the night comes for us is great.
1: Huh? <clears throat>
0: oh, I'm, hmm. Yeah, I said it. I'll take both. I. I, I well, I, I'm. I'm but... not saying it's an either or. Yeah. I'm just saying that I, The Night Comes for Us is a movie that I think about a lot. And when people are like, action movies are are dead. No one watches action movies anymore. I'm like, well, you've decided that this is a narrative in your head. You're wrong. And if you want to see an incredibly violent action movie that also has a story that you can really connect with, I always recommend Night Comes for Us. What and, you know? I, and the oh, Tony John movie about elephants.
1: Oh, the protector. No, yeah. that's no wait. No, the protector is is the statue. He made like two movies, like uh, you know that that were the same. One he had to he had to find the elephant. The t- oh no, the protector is the elephant, but he did yeah. the other one. Um. Oh, Ungbach was about the statue. Ong had he had he had to track like, down fights. his the, yeah yeah.
0: I like all of those movies, but The Protector is, that one is the one that has a lot of heart and soul for me. You know, you're bringing up all
1: this stuff, and it it brings up a question like, so we're talking about The Protector, we're talking about Ombach. I saw both of those movies in the theater, it was like, you know, quite a while ago. Now, movies like this are almost exclusively going to be on Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, like rarely can you i'm talking post pre-covid can you go to a theater can you go to a theater and see like some a bunch like can you have choices of seeing these crazy awesome action movies and i just wonder what caused that because it's like what 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 doesn't say like big screen fun movie watching experience than like Explosions and kicks to the head and slow motion gunshots and shootouts. Like you know, I know I sound really basic right now, but it's like that is such a big part of the movie watching experience, and it's not really there anymore.
0: It's. I not, don't want to be
1: cliche, and it's like, oh, it was the Marvel movie because you can't blame Marvel or superhero movies for everything. No, you, you really can't. can't. But I, you, I do can if you can blame capitalism.
0: You can blame capitalism a lot for the death of yeah. cinema. But there is, yeah, it's not just marvel movies or fellini there's there's yeah yeah there's in between yeah and there was a time where you could watch movies like who knows boss level could have been a movie that you see at a theater but i don't know if it would have been sure. before before the core and i do love this sort of popcorn stuff but yeah it does really feel like these movies are just going to exist in streaming
1: yeah.
0: moving in the future because even that, I wonder, oh, what was that movie that you really liked with Crim's Chris Hemsworth that your cousin liked that came out last year?
1: Oh, Extraction,
0: yeah, like that was with that movie, like that was an expensive ass movie, and they just it, put was. That on, it was on Netflix, yeah, or the one, uh. Charlie's Theron, where she was like a immortal.
1: What, The Old Guard? I think that's yeah. What that was called. Yeah.
0: Yeah, these are like blockbuster movies, but they're just going straight to Uh-oh. streaming. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So what do we do? Because these are movies... The Night Comes for Us would be an amazing midnight movie. Agreed. I just Absolutely really hope agreed. that... I hope that midnight movies aren't done. Same. And all these
1: movies, too, like... The protector, like some of these movies, I remember seeing it, like the Sunshine or the Angelica, and like I'm using air quotes again. These like art house movies, so it was like it wasn't even necessarily AMC type movies, uh, t- type theaters either. But
0: well, that's because foreign films sometimes get this thing where if you if it's a foreign movie that then it's it's not as mainstream. Yeah, sure. which 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 is something that really frustrates me, but yeah whatever I get that you know you can't you can't we can't have it all we cannot. You,
1: we definitely cannot
0: even though I I do I I want it all but we we can't have it all and but what really what really moved me was the love I'm, I'm telling you man I boss level was a great movie because of the love yeah but I feel like have you said uh, more things that you're feeling about it?
1: I've pretty much said everything that I need to say. I I I, I think this movie could have been a series because there because there's more that could have been stretched out uh, from it, and it wouldn't feel like forced. Like we're just trying to pull shit out. Like there, there, there's a lot more to explore. Um, it's a fun movie. I had a great time. Uh, I I don't really think there's much more, at least for me, to say about it. I think I made it clear. But
0: isn't it kind of awesome that it wasn't that it just was an hour and a half? Like yes. I like that.
1: Sure. That 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 too. I mean, if anything, this complaint that I have is essentially just, "Hey, I want more of this." So, which is which is really a compliment.
0: Yeah, the the Illmatic or the jazz mo- albums of the seventies.
1: Sure. Leave us yeah. wanting
0: more. Yeah. You know, there's there's that period of time in Miles Davis's second quintet. Where he just made like six albums in a row of heaters that yeah. were 45 minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? And I've been revisiting. Man, Miles Davis's second quintet is is really magical. And oh, then I have
1: to have to listen, re, rather re-listen to
0: that. And even because also where that splinters out with the with the members of like you know, Wayne Wayne Shepard, Wayne Shorter and Herbie Hancock and, and Tony Williams, one of my favorite drummers of all time, like they all go on to make bangers. And like each member has their own indelible mark on jazz music. Yeah. And that that just that just excites me. Also, when when is that when is that movie The Inheritance coming out? Because everybody's talking about it.
1: Uh oh, is it out? Uh, I think it's out at, at like as we record. It's the twelfth, right, or the eleventh?
0: Well, yesterday was was three eleven, happy three eleven. Oh, so the, the twelfth. So it comes energy.
1: out. So as we record, it it officially is released today.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah. We should we should do an episode on that and we should do I an agree. episode on Can't Get You Out of My Head and whichever Can't Get You Out of My Head will take a little bit longer to watch. Where Sure. Um anyways. Um and yeah, and I also I, I had you watch Cosmic Sin, I'm sorry.
1: It's 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 all right. I I, <clears throat> I didn't have anything else uh to do late at night, so I just decided to put it on. I thought I Which watched Danny it. Danny Grillo after,
0: and, and Bruce Willis.
1: Frank Frank and Bruce Willis. I watched it because I had just finished watching Boss Level a second time, and I was like, "Well, Frank Grillo's in this, so it's got to be like kind of good." I don't know. And then it was kind of, eh. I feel like you you, you could kind of see the strings in 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 the background for for for. For those of you who know what I'm I'm saying, it just there wasn't a lot of effort put into it. And a lot of that is is through Bruce Willis. He just kind of. I'm not going to lie.
0: He just stares a lot.
1: There was. But I was going to say there was a period where that shit worked for him, where he would just either stare or do that Bruce Willis smirk. And that got him by. But it's like it's 2021, man. It's uh, you know. Just I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still very fascinated by this whole era of Bruce Willis, and it's also this. What was different between this and Marauders was like he was actually in this movie, he was in and share and and shared screen time, actual real in the studio, you know, screen time with, with these people. Un- unlike other stuff that 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 he's done, so I think that's what kept me watching it too. It was because it was just like, oh wow, this is rare. I haven't seen this in a while, so. But, I don't know. And, the other frustrating thing is, I mean, it's not like... Even if this movie was pulled off perfectly, it wouldn't be some new groundbreaking thing. But it could have been good. It could have just been like, oh, this is a fun movie. It's been done before, but it's fun. But unfortunately, no.
0: Yeah, it it ended up being pretty bad. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. You don't gotta
1: say sorry. I, I... You see bad stuff here and there. It's all good. It's not your fault. You didn't make it.
0: That's true. I didn't make it. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm definitely watching more movies that I dislike right now. Yeah. I'm watching more movies why, period. I'm just watching. Which is all. why like we we just were we're still mostly on a weekly schedule, but we record when we have something to talk about. Yeah. Which makes and, sense.
1: We don't need to force anything.
0: Yeah, I just, you know, um is there is there anything else you want to talk about, my friend?
1: Let's see, what else? Uh, have I seen anything? Yeah. Uh, I I guess I'll just emphasize again because uh, I've mentioned a few ep- ep- episodes ago. If you have the ability to watch Painting with John, please watch it.
0: It's it's my favorite show on television.
1: Same. It is absolutely my favorite show on television. Also,
0: like I cry, I cry watching that movie. Wow. Yeah. I do. You know, I'm I'm more emotionally in tune than you, so I cry more. What I'm the making hell? a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I know. I'm just responding. What the hell? Yeah. Um, and that, you know, I, yeah, I just like painting with John is just magical. It's magic. It is. And, um, yeah, man. You, everyone should watch *Painting with John*. I haven't watched. Um, I haven't watched *Coming to America* yet. I'm hearing a lot of things. Yeah. I'll eventually watch it. You know. I think
1: you put that perfectly. I'm hearing a lot of things. Emphasis on just the things. You didn't put anything, good or bad, in front
0: of that. Right. I haven't said anything. Yeah. And I'm. I am. I don't. I don't know how excited you are, but I am. Getting more and more excited about um, Justice League. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I yes, yes, I am too. Um, I think the discourse around it's going to be terrible, but that's but that's aside. The actual yeah. movie itself, I I am curious. Although, let me ask you a quick like, don't you think for a first official Justice League movie, bringing like. They brought the big guns out, or I mean, Batman vs Superman. We got Doomsday, and then the first official movie uh, recut, mind you. We're getting Dark It's like, aren't those the two biggest heavy hitters? I didn't know
0: that, man. Fuck you. Are you kidding? Yeah, I'm not kidding. I didn't know that.
1: Oh, it's like comic... Oh, even I when don't I watch, watch it, it's trailers, like, it has nothing to do with the trailer. It was before the Snyder Cut existed. I didn't know. That was not a spoiler. Okay. That was not a spoiler.
0: I for you know, I'm not really trying to like it's not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah. There's I I okay, well t- to redeem it and I'm not going to say who there's uh, there's like other stuff and other characters I, that I you'll see. Oh. I'm
0: just I'm just excited about it because yeah. I think this is a potential cuz cuz HBO Max is spending all the money right now. But do and you think even you don't let, think me it's finish. let me finish. I think it's potential for them to start helping I like the idea of pushing forth giving directors a chance to revisit and recut. That's all. Granted this Look. is a this is a gigantic movie, but even they 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 also released the the unedited cut of uh oh god what's that movie um jesus uh the movie before yeah uh hold on a second you you talk you're saying something about tainted
1: i was just going to say like you don't think at between the bad cut that we initially got the whole all the different various little mini controversies surrounding it and all the negative stuff attached to it you don't think that this new version is already tainted before it comes out for for for, for the worst or I, no I, I i'm mean, not. It's, it's a genuine question cuz i don't know okay
0: so batman versus superman that the one that came out yeah was not very good true the edited version is a lot of fun true zach Snyder so, okay. is not my favorite director by any stretch of the imagination right. i think he's made a lot of poor choices as a filmmaker i'm i'm glad that sucker punch is starting to get reevaluated. i am just excited about a four-hour justice league movie by i i just think that the dc extended universe which was by the the kindest way to say this a flawed interpretation of the DC universe. The DC universe, as a, as an idea, is better than Marvel. I said it. And so far, the movies have been really disappointing. And mm. I think they're starting to realize that they need to move away from the shared universe and, and do something else. I think this is an exciting bookend, and I'm looking forward to it. And the movie I was talking about is that uh, you know Margaret by Kenneth Lonergan. Oh yeah, duh! Right, H- right, 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 right. HBO right. released the, sure. the 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 extended version, which is the superior version. And I'm hoping that they're gonna get a copy of Southland Tales, the con cut, um, which which Carlo has been speaking the praises of. Let's just like. Let's just see what these directors are trying to do. So I don't know if it's going to be tainted. I don't pay attention to like what's tainting it. I I know that it's starting to come out that Joss Whedon is allegedly not a very nice person. Sure. I know that Zack Snyder was, depending on who you ask, left because of personal tragedy, or or was given the door, or is a mix of the two. Right. I know that, that what he went through, no one should ever have to go through. Nope. And I don't know. I would just like HBO to, it, since they're spending all the money and really trying to, to be better than Netflix, which I believe they are, why not give directors a chance to, to, to try some stuff on a, on a smaller level than Justice League?
1: Complete. I, I totally agree. I don't know.
0: I just got I, really sad.
1: Sounds like you know. Oh oh. I
0: sound like I know about what?
1: When you were what you were just talking about in terms of DC, Zack Snyder, all that stuff. Then you and I don't know, and then but you just finished.
0: You're right. I kind of do know. I want giving a yeah. I w- I want people. Th- I guess I suppose that that the running thing that I've been talking about all of this is that I want I want a chance for redemption I want people to try to redeem themselves sure are there things that people can do that you can't come back from yes but I mean Zack Snyder just made half a bad movie you know if we're talking about Justice League yeah I'm excited to see what he did I do think that a lot of the culture of the Snyder fans leave a lot to be desired.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wish people were nicer to each other. Sometimes, yes. For me, I'm saying sometimes. I'm not speaking for
0: you. No, I always want people to be nicer. Yeah. I'm not saying to forgive people. I'm just saying that It would be nice if people were nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that too much to ask for?
1: No, it's not.
0: It's not? Uh, Do you you have anything else to bring up before we uh, finish up this evening? No, I'm good. Okay, so we're going to try to watch Inheritance and Can't Get You Out of My Head at some point? Yeah, I mean, I already saw... Well, you haven't seen Can't Get You Out of My Head, so.
1: No, yeah, so I'll, I, so that's a priority now.
0: All right, man, everybody stay safe. And even though I sound a little bummed, I'll be okay. I'll eat dinner. It'll be great.
2: It's not turntablism. It's, here, it's not turntablism. It's, here, it's just what it is. What is the fuck about a I everywhere? You got a DJ, I guess yes, that's that. nice. He practices stunts while my rolls fast. Two's double K, trouble and crews, they can't understand the way his hands move, God given gift of being swift on the tables, try to copy his cuts, you're nuts, you're not able